The mainstream media is pushing a false narrative in relation to oil and the inflation crisis. Saudi Arabia considers accepting the Chinese dollar instead of the U.S. dollar for oil sales, and a transgender Biden official was named USA Today's Woman of the Year. We're into all this and more in just one second. If you guys can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to the Pulsifications on new video every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps. Go there right now and click the subscribe button. I'm Every single podcast app, the Joey Saladino Show is available. Go right there and subscribe. It's the only way that this show gets funded and supported if you guys actually listen to the podcast instead of watching because there's actually ads when you listen. Maybe one day soon there'll be ads on the video, but let's get right into this. This conversation about gas prices because too much of the U.S. media chatter is distorted to the point of being dishonest. Many politicians act as though. Real quick, I just want to say, Brian Seltzer just called himself dishonest. And then they're going to go and proceed to be dishonest while claiming to be not dishonest. Let's watch. It's President Biden who caused inflation and that he can fix this. No, I mean, you know, he did not cause the war which caused prices to surge. It was. Biden can't fix the problems in this country. Doesn't matter that he caused them. It's not like he can fix them. It's not like he started a war. It's not like after he became president, he cut off the, the, the pipeline. And then war breaks out between Russia and Ukraine, stuff that even people on the left would admit would not have happened under Trump. Does not matter. The Trump administration that overspent and drove up inflation, that's Trump's fault. Yeah, it's Trump's fault. Trump, Trump is to blame for lockdowns by Democrat governors. That's Trump's fault. You heard the president of the United States come out say Putin's price hike. He used that phrase that these are Putin's price hikes. Putin price hike putin's price hike putin's price hike putin's price hike putin's price you see this is the new agenda they're going to be re repeating putin's price hikes putin's this putin's that that's going to that's their new agenda they do this through repetition because all the brain dead npc drones that do nothing but listen to mainstream media and corporate media all they're going to do is just sit there Putin's president. They're, they're actual parents. This is, we're watching the NPC meme, how that comes into effect in real time right now. Price hike is a great way to message it. Blaming Putin's war in Ukraine as a prime contributor. Yeah. There is some credence to that. 100%. The New York Times fact check about this was pretty explicit, saying Republicans wrongly blame Biden for rising gas prices. It makes sense that Republicans... Wait, did they say that was a fact check? Are they going to really start fact checking us for saying that Biden is to blame? For the price hikes? Because if that's going to happen, then half this country is going to be banned off the internet. Republicans would pounce on President Biden. Republicans don't do anything. Republicans pounce. Remember that meme? We just heard of this guy say it in real time. I'm sorry I keep pausing this so much. I don't want us to get flagged for uh, copyrights. Except criticize Joe Biden. This isn't anything but a ploy for the midterm elections. 80% of Americans say that they're willing to pay higher prices. Uh, Americans are okay with paying a little more at the pump. We got used to $2 gas, yep. and, I also, and that's the problem. You know, That's the problem. We got used to things being so good under Trump. And see, here's their narrative. It's either one, blame it on Putin, and then two, they're going to say, well, most Americans prefer to pay more if it means democracy. And that's not true, really. I mean, if anything, that poll is very, one, skewed in a certain direction, and two, extremely misleading to what is actually going on. Because there's a solution here. You do not need to pay more for democracy, okay? All you got to do is, in a time like this, open up some oil production, 
and resource production within the United States, okay? You don't have to pay for democracy of other countries of something we're only involved in by throwing money at the situation. You know what? Higher gas prices is a small sacrifice to make compared to what the, the brave Ukrainians are going through. So blame Putin, blame the gas companies, but don't blame Biden. He's doing... Blame the gas companies. That's the real problem. The people that are actually providing us with the oil. Yeah, there's not, nothing to do with Biden's policies that that his policies led to as a direct result. And even if you want to blame Putin, the reason why Putin's even in power to do it is because of the administration that's in power right now. Cause and effect. Doing everything he can, and he's doing it right. Absolutely insane. Yeah, Biden's doing everything right. Where do these people get off? Watch the mainstream media lie to the faces of the Americans uh, about the inflation and gas prices. This is the new narrative, and they'll repeat these lies for the next three years. Educate your friends and family on the truth. And I urge you guys, if you're watching this video right now, if you're listening to this video right now, share this with them right this second. I very rarely tell you to go out of your way and specifically share videos with people. And I say, this is one of the ones I want you guys to specifically go out of your way, text it to a friend, post it to your Facebook, I'm sure there's a bunch of other ways you can share. Put it on Twitter. Whatever you have to do, send it directly to a family member and let them know what is actually going on in this world. Let them know not to fall for the fake BS promoted by the mainstream media. It's my job. I feel like it's my job to compile the truth, service you guys the truth, and I feel like it's your job to then go and spread that truth, either through sharing this piece of content or even just being educated so you can speak the words out of your mouth to whoever you're talking to about the issue. Saudi Arabia is considering to accept Chinese currency over the U.S. dollar for oil sales. Now, if this ends up happening, if this is true, if this is not just some negotiating tactic by the Saudis to just get some big fat checks out of the U.S. government, which is probably what what's going to happen, it's probably we're probably going to see like hundreds of billions of dollars all of a sudden start going to the Saudis, so this way they keep accepting the U.S. dollar. That's probably what we're going to end up seeing. One, this is showing the rest of the world is right now taking advantage of America because we're extremely weak right now with this terribly weak administration. Two, it shows that what China was doing and even, yeah, what China was doing in supporting Democrat politicians and supporting leftism and having that influence over corporations and social media and politicians in general by funding them, like Eric Swalwell, that has effectively weakened this country enough to the point where they're getting a massive leg up because it has that effect their, their decades-long crusade in that thing has actually taken actual effect in our government, okay? And three, this could be the beginning of the end of the U.S. dollar if this change is made. And it would, the Chinese would be finally getting what they wanted, okay? And this would never have happened under Trump. Our foreign enemies, our foreign rivals will not, would not, they have, they were not taking advantage under the Trump administration. It's like, almost like they were waiting until the Trump, the Trump administration was over and the Biden administration came in for them to walk all over us. Now let's read. Saudis reported, reportedly in active talks with China to price some of its oil sales in Chinese currency rather than the dollar or euro. People familiar with the matter said. The move would dent the U.S. dollar's dominance in the global petroleum market and mark another shift in the world's top crude exporter towards Asia. 
Talks between the two nations over oil contracts have been on and off for the past six years and have stepped up in 2022. Now, it's funny how also this is coming right when America so desperately needs oil from other countries because of the crisis that's going on. It's like the rest of the world, all of our enemies quite literally have America by the balls right now. <sighs> Let's see. Talks, talks between the two nations over oil contracts have been on and off for the past six years, but have stepped up in 2022. Saudis are allegedly ang uh, angry over the United States' nuclear negotiations with Iran and its lack of support for the Saudis' military operations in Yemen. According to the journal, almost 80% of global oil sales are priced in dollars and Saudi Arabia has uh, exclusively used the dollars for trading oil as part of a security agreement with the U.S. government since 1970s. Uh, someone tweeted out, Saudi Arabia seriously considers considering trading oil with China in, in their currency. If that happens, that will be the beginning of the end of the dollars. Uh, her, 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 I can't pronounce the word. More than 25% of the oil in Saudi Arabia exports is bought by China, meaning that if priced in their currency, those sales would boost the standing of the Chinese currency. China introduced uh, one oil, uh, priced oil contracts in 2018 as part of its efforts to make its currency tradable across the world, said Fox News. However, they haven't put a dent in the dollar's dominance in the oil market. China's economic relationship with, the Saudi, with Saudi Arabia has grown closer, with 1.76 million barrels of oil a day being provided in 2021. Hey, hey, this is what, dear Democrats, wake the fuck up already. Do not see things, remember when the worst issues under Trump was he's going to start World War III and then ends up creating world peace. Remember the biggest issues under Trump was what bathroom are you going to use? We were so privileged under Trump. And then obviously then the lockdowns happened and the Democrats just completely destroyed this entire country. It is, quite, it is an understatement now. We're getting to the levels where there, may, there might be no way of fixing this. And we say that as a joke. If America lasts until Trump's able to come back into office, we say that as a joke. I think we're kind of entering that point because every single day we're getting closer and closer to this point of no return. If Trump was to come into office tomorrow, he would have a lot of work ahead of him. I don't know how he would be able to handle what's going on with Russia. I don't know how he would be able to handle what's going on with the dollar, but I am confident he would eventually be able to fix it. But it's going to require a lot of work, and then you still got the issue of bringing the economy back to life. I'm pretty sure he would be able to do a good job if he was just thrust into it at this point in time right now. But regardless, if Trump was still president, we wouldn't be dealing with any of these issues. And our biggest issue we would be having to deal with would be more Democrat lock lockdowns. That would be the biggest issue we would have to deal with. That was the biggest issue we had to deal with under the Trump administration was a self-inflicted crisis by the Democrat establishment elites. That was our biggest issue we had to deal with. And there was virtually nothing within his power that he was really even able to do to a certain extent. So the trans-Biden official was named USA's Woman of the Year. Now, these Women of the Year titles are just an absolute joke. Now, I have to skate around the terms of what we call this human being out of fears of being flagged and striked down off of, off of the internet for, I guess, incitement and har harassment. But I believe is an approved term to call this person a biological male or a born male. 
you get the gist. If you're looking at this video uh, or if you're not listening, you guys, you guys get the point. I don't need to really say it. Um, and I just want to go on the record and say men are quite literally better than women at everything, uh, including being women. Now, that's obviously a joke because I, I believe women are some are very strong in, in different ways. Okay, but let's read. In the 2022 Women's of the Year list, USA Today has included a transgender government official who was appointed by the president by President Biden. Uh, okay, uh, the uh, USA Today just named Assistant Health Secretary Rachel Levine as one of the Women of the Year. Rachel Levine, Assistant, okay, whatever we get, is included in the publication list of honorable women. Every day across the country, USA Today's Women of the Year. Uh, Whenever they are lead to and inspire, promote, and fight for equality, gives others a place to seek help and find hope. They are strong and resilient women who have been champions of change and courage, often quietly, uh, but with powerful results, says USA Today. And often, despite their own challenges, some of the women may be familiar names, others may be new to you. Each is an inspiring and powerful story. Now, I don't know who else was included on this list. But if an actual strong woman was put on this list and lumped in with this biological male, then um, I would rip it up and say I don't want to accept because this award is an absolute joke and a buffoonery and and clownery. (sighs) Let's see. Candace Owens reacts to USA Today's naming of the... Okay, let's see what she has to say. Today, America's newspaper just announced it's... Just to be clear, it's a pretty long clip, so we're going to have to cut it short so we don't get flagged. Women of the Year, according to the newspaper, Year Compliment Man Possibility. What do you have other feelings? <laughs> What's a woman, Tucker? I'm confused. I don't know what a woman is anymore. Look, it, this is, it's funny and it's also pointedly ridiculous and it kind of gets back to what I always say, which is that with progressives, they're always so progressive that they're actually just regressive, right? We right. saw this in terms of race. We were once the country that was aspiring towards not being able to judge each other by the color of our skin. Now we basically say, no, 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 no. We have to only judge each other exclusively by the color of our skin. Same thing in the category of feminism, right? Early feminism, we were trying to create a space for women that was separate from men. We wanted women's sports. We wanted women to be able to compete differently. We had women that train, you know. We get the gist. I don't want this video to get flagged and striked down. So, uh, Livian has spent her professional life in medicine as an academia. Okay, for, okay, we get it, we get it, we get it. I don't want, we really need to read it. Uh, many took issue with honoring Levine for COVID leadership when she faced a nursing home scandal as Pennsylvania's health secretary. Babylon B mocked the publication decisions to include her uh, or him, selecting Levine as the first annual man of the year. <laughs> While talking to Tucker Carlson on Tuesday, Candace Owens expressed her frustration. What's a women? I'm confused. Okay, we already watched that point. Now, here's the thing. Obviously, if you listen to the full episode of this show, and not just the clip, you would see we talked about two pretty extreme issues. We talked about uh, when it came to the inflation crisis and the narrative when it comes to the oil crisis and the false narrative behind that one as well. And we've also talked about the U.S. dollar losing its dominance. And then what else do we do? Do we talk about this? Times person of the year, transgender, blah, blah, blah. We get it. I miss the days when just that transgender woman being named of the year was the only story we would be covering. <laughs> like, there wouldn't be so much to cover. We'd just be covering a bunch of lunatics on Twitter. We're getting riled up over nothing. And we would be covering stuff like that. Now we're covering the virtual destruction of the U.S. economy and the downfall of our great nation. But 
I'm confident we'll win the midterms, and that will at least make us survive until we can get Trump back in the office. Uh, but let me know. Let me know what you think. Please drop a video like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. New video every single day if you can. Listen to the flip sort of this show, the Joey Saladino Show and all the podcast apps. If you can go there and listen, listen. The only way this show gets funded and supported, we make not a lot of money at all, barely enough to even keep this going, keep me engaged and putting so many hours of my day into it. The only way this show gets supported is if you guys listen to the show on the podcast apps, click all the engagement buttons, obviously, just because that helps, or even become a Patreon. If you become a Patreon member, that goes an immensely long way in helping me out. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Obviously, click the engagement buttons. Peace out.